0: what is up brad here with another episode of how to win with brad dement Today, I have a special guest, Lance Carpenter. Lance, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Brad. Thanks for having me on here. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing amazing, man. Lance is an awesome guy. We actually met at a Tony Robbins event a, a while back, and he's a country singer, real estate investor, does a lot of things that I-, I really appreciate this guy and think he's awesome. So I wanted him to share a little bit of his story, and we're going to talk about some things that have helped him along the way. So
1: Lance, what's uh, where are you from, man? Originally, I'm from Ozark, Arkansas, home of the hillbillies, and I are one. So, (laughs) home of the hillbillies. Well,
0: I I love it, man, and I've I've never had a country singer on this show, and I love your music, man. I I actually listened to you ever since I met you. I started listening to your music, and you know, you you really are awesome. So, and and I don't know if all my audience knows this, but I love country music. You know, I I know you probably think that I listen to a lot of rap music, being in the city and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I grew up listening to Hank Williams Jr. and some of the old guys like willie nelson and stuff like that so even hank senior and uh, so I, I love old country music i love being out in the country kind of need a little bit of both i like being out in the country but then going back to the city but uh you know i i do love that so definitely grateful to have you on man and uh speaking of grateful one of the things when i first met you that i thought was really awesome was the gratitude board that you have so talk a little bit about the importance of gratefulness and what you do with that gratitude board and what gave you that idea?
1: Absolutely. Uh, when I first made my first vision board, my old roommate, Forrest Whitehead, who produces an artist named Kelsey Ballerini, we had our first number one together. He introduced me to the documentary called The Secret and The Law of Attraction. And we sit down and watched it. And I had never had a vision board before I watched that. So I created a vision board. And I honestly can't remember where I got the the idea for the gratitude board I don't think it was there but it could have been mentioned in that but it's it's one of the things where you can wake up every day and you can look at the things that that you want for your vision for your future that you're working towards every day and and that's one thing but a lot of times when you keep working towards something like that you 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 can run your gas tank out real quick if you're not got something to fill yourself back up and so the the attitude of gratitude was something that I either read or ran across and I thought I'm going to do a gratitude board to put things up there that I'm thankful for that when I wake up in the morning, I can see those things. I can see what already has been done in my life, you know, through God and what the universe has provided. And I can just fill my heart, you know, full of gratefulness. And, you know, after doing the Tony Robbins thing, he was real big on, on gratitude. Uh, so, so it was cool to see, you know, the confirmation of that, but to, to be filled with gratitude and then to see the vision board, your gas tank's full and you're ready to go crush whatever it is that needs to be crushed to work on your goals and on your dreams. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think, you know, the
0: importance of gratitude too, is because you appreciate what you have, but then when you're looking at that vision board and you see what you want in the future, because being grateful doesn't just mean that, you know, you're going to accept where you're at because you can always get better. But when you think about what you've already accomplished it's going to help you have that clear vision for the future. So, you know, that's why I'm big on gratitude too. And, you know, some people might think it's ungrateful to want more, and I don't think that's the case, and I know you think the same thing. So talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, one of my life mantras, like, I I try to be as humble as possible. And I had a good friend tell me one time, he said, enjoy your successes, but never become them, and you'll be fine. But but my kind of my life quote is the more successful – I am the more significant I can be in the lives of others. So success, you know, used to scare me and now it doesn't, it excites me because the more success I find, whether it be in business, in life, in relationships, in music, you know, in real estate, It gives me, you know, when you have success, that means you've worked through failure. (laughs) And when you've worked through failure, you've learned a lot. And then those successes just kind of let someone else that doesn't know you say, hey, this person may know what they're talking about. And they may have experiences that I can take and include into my life and help me along my path. But yeah, that gratitude board is just something to where it it proves you that these things are in your life for a reason to help you get to the next level. And then there's a really cool thing when when you work your butt off. And you achieve something on that vision board, and you get to move it from the vision board to the gratitude board, and it becomes real. Uh, it, it's it's a it just kind of pumps you up, and then that gives you a free space on your vision board. It's kind of one of the things you know if you if you accomplish all your dreams, you're not dreaming big enough. So once you start accomplishing things on that vision board, it opens up you know a whole new world that you know God or whoever saying you need to dream bigger. You need you know need to put some goals out there. If your goals don't scare you, they're not big enough, kind of thing. man. What are some things that you have on your gratitude board? On my gratitude board is like my house. I've got, I've got a picture of my vehicle that gets me from point A to point B every day. Uh, I've got a picture of the first publishing deal I ever signed the meeting we had when I was signing that contract, which allowed me uh, some freedom from having to do any kind of day-to-day work. And it allowed me to focus on songwriting a hundred percent. I've got the picture of me and Toby Keith on the day he signed me to a record deal. uh, Something that was, you know, I never even got a chance to put that on my vision board to sign a record deal with Toby Keith. It wasn't even in the in the pathway of something that I was trying to accomplish, but it happened, and so I was super grateful because sometimes things happen that that you 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 think, and this is your goal, and you're focused all over here, and then all of a sudden the sun shines on you from this side, and you're like, wow, I didn't even know that was you know in my future. Uh, j- just things that help me along every day. You know, something as simple as a picture of a cell phone. A picture of a computer, you know, tools that I have that you know you could easily take for granted every day. You know that we've got this computer, we've got you know cameras, we've got things we can do to reach other people, uh, things like that that I'm grateful for having. That's awesome. Yeah, just maybe give
0: some of my listeners some ideas of of what to put on that gratitude board, yeah. because you know I have the vision board, but I actually haven't created the gratitude board yet. And I think even after having this conversation with you, that is something I'm going to do. Because I like the idea of moving it from the vision board to the gratitude board, it's almost like that next step. And, and you know, I, I've talked about the vision board in this podcast, but I've never talked about the gratitude board. That's something that really interested me when I talked to you.
1: Yeah, it's a powerful thing, and, and I would encourage your listeners just to be creative with it. You know, put quotes on there, put pictures of family member, put pictures of inspirational people. You know, whether it be a Tony Robbins or, or a Martin Luther King or whoever inspires you, whatever that you're grateful for, that you can wake up for and. You know, just be thankful for having that in your life and that giving you the ability to chase those dreams. You know, that's what that's what goes on that gratitude board. That's awesome, man. So
0: what got you into music? Is that you know, I know it's definitely something you're passionate about. Like what how did you find that passion?
1: It was something where I've always loved country music growing up. Uh, Ozark, Arkansas is a very rural community. And my mom was a huge George Strait yeah. fan. So that was about all we got to listen to on the way to school in the mornings. Uh, and then as I you know, grew up, artists like, you know, Garth Brooks and Alan Jackson, John Michael Montgomery, the stories behind their songs, Tim McGraw, that just spoke to me. I've always enjoyed it. And I love a lot of other genres of music as well. Uh, but I was probably a senior in high school when I had a few guys that played guitar like around a campfire. They didn't perform, but they could play and sing a little bit. And uh, you know, and, and this is honestly the truth you notice the girls kind of always was around the guy with the guitar. So when I went to college, I was playing football in college, and it went from being kind of something I did in high school for fun to being a job since I was on scholarship. So I needed a new hobby, and I thought, oh, I'm going to pick up a guitar. So I got a pawn shop guitar and took it to college and wrote a few things that first year that were horrible songs, but learned my first few chords watching CMT, trying to figure out you know what they were doing. And, and it was something that was a really slow burn, but it was a creative outlet. I'd always enjoyed writing, you know, little poems and short stories and things like that. And so this gave me kind of a box to start writing lyrics and put some music to them and create these songs. And they were really bad for like the first seven, eight, nine years. And then I found an organization called NSAI that was kind of my first mentorship into how to write songs for beginners. And it grew from there. And you know, it went from just kind of a, a hobby and it grew into a passion. And the more I came to Nashville and spent time here, that that's when the passion really started taking fire and and taking over as far as how can I do this for a living? Because at the time I was working for FEMA, traveling the country, uh, working federal disasters. Uh, on, the, on the federal level side. And I took a guitar or bought a guitar everywhere I went because it was a therapy as well. Because when I picked that guitar up, I had to turn my mind off to remember how to play chords. So it helped a lot. And that was kind of in college too. I didn't think about football or girls or school uh, when I was picking up the guitar and playing. It was just therapy. And so it's always been that. But it's just kind of been this this natural progression. And the more I'm around people that do it, that that total immersion which is a true thing once you're around people that that write songs and and play music they just make you want to get better and better that's awesome man
0: so what's some advice for somebody that that has a a hobby that can turn into that passion you know what's something they can do to really take action and achieve success with that
1: man if any kind of hobby i mean You know, whether you've got, if it's a kid that's got, you know, the the toy dolls down there and the stethoscope and he's trying to listen to their heartbeat, you know, and thinks he might want to be a doctor, or if it's someone who draws or paints or dances or writes music or sings in the shower and they think, oh, I could never do that. those The people that do that are like, you know, super talented, you know, people that do that. I sucked as a songwriter and I sucked as a singer when I first started doing it. So if it's something that you enjoy doing, if it's a passion or some kind of a hobby that 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 you enjoy doing, pursue it. It takes 10,000 hours to perfect something, whether that's play a guitar, whether that's, you know, graduate from college, whether that's, you know, be the best crane operator in a big city, uh to be a, you know, a professional songwriter or artist. And for songwriters and artists especially songwriting for for me if it's someone they're like well i don't know if i want to be a songwriter if it's just a hobby if you wake up in the morning and you're thinking about songwriting and you go to sleep at night and you're thinking about songwriting that's probably what you're supposed to be doing uh now you may have that nine to five in the middle that that pays your bills and puts food on your table and gas in your tank you know for the time being but if you've got a hobby if you can work eight hours a day for someone else's dream at any job that you're working on spend a few hours that afternoon and work on your own dream or at night, stay up late, go to sleep an hour later, wake up an hour earlier, find time to work on your own passion and your own dreams and your own visions. That's awesome, man. I love it because, you know, and and that's the thing is like,
0: if you have time to really put in work somewhere else, you have more time than you think. You know, I think I've talked about that on the show before is like, you know, focus on what your time is. And I have a quote that says trust the process, but don't waste your time. And, you know, you really focus on where your time is going, because you can always create more time. So I think, you know, that's definitely a thing. I know you're doing other stuff besides just songwriting. I know you've been investing in real estate, doing things like that, you know, and and you've, I think you've developed a little bit of a passion for that too, as we've talked a little bit, Um, you know, obviously songwriting and making music is, is your main thing, but there's always, you know, different things you can do. And even stuff like that, like real estate, uh, that can create more time for you to do the things you love, like making music.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, there's uh, I, I've always throughout my life, people have said my hat rack must be pretty big because I've, I've got a lot of different hats, you know, that I put on at different times with with the jobs and, and the hobbies that I've had. But uh, yeah, during, during the pandemic, I started flipping houses with uh, two friends of mine, one of them who is actually a songwriter that I met. I was speaking at, a, at an event. Uh, downtown Nashville and after it was over I was talking about how you know if there's a lot of people that, that come to these events and don't participate they're just there because they want to be around the people that are doing it and they've got that passion but they're not taking those steps to try to become one of those people doing what they want to do and I said for me and for instance I would love to flip a house I've always been handy I've had carpenters and builders in my family but I've never done a house flip and I said I'm trying to find someone that I can partner with on a house flip and one of the songwriters laughed and she goes, me and my brother flip houses and we've been doing it for 10 years. And I go, I wanna take y'all to dinner then and took them to dinner, told them that, and this is something a lot of people, when they start doing something, they think, well, I wanna do this, I should get paid for it. And a lot of times you gotta provide value before you can become valuable. And so I told them, I said, I want to work with y'all on your first flip, pay me nothing. I want to show y'all what skills I do have and I wanna learn what skills are needed that y'all do on all these. And I don't care if it's, you know, three months or or six months or however long it takes. I want to be able to give my services for y'all and y'all teach me this. And then if if y'all think that I'm worthy then let's partner on the next house that we do together. And then we can, you know, be 50-50 partners or, or whatever percentage based on the investment, you know, of upfront capital. But that was something we did and we've done three or four houses now, we're looking for another one. And uh, I've done several projects for my mom and my grandma that are projects that I probably could have done without doing this, but that I learned some things while I worked with them that helped me go home and help my family on some some renovation projects at their house. Uh, but yeah, that's that's one of, the, one of the many things I do is invest in real estate. And I've got a rent house in Arkansas, I've had for several years, would love to build up a rental house portfolio would love to eventually start a property management company either not necessarily here in nashville because there's so many great ones but in my hometown i would love to start fixing up old houses in my hometown and providing some some great houses for families in need there and then create that to, to put some jobs in my hometown uh, so yeah that's that's kind of the real estate side of where i'm going that's awesome man I, I love it I love that you have different things
0: though that's why I wanted to mention that because you know you're you're awesome you're a great country singer and I think you're just gonna keep going up and keep getting you know more people are gonna know who you are and that's one of the reasons why I wanted you to have on this show because I really do believe in you man um so my, my next question for you is what keeps you going
1: Well with songwriting uh, it's helping people you know bottom line I love to help people I've always. You know, all my life, you know, back when I was a kid, my mom would say to to my friends' parents, we'd be out or something, and and there'd be some story that would get back to my mom. My mom would say, "Oh well, if Lance has money, his friends have money too." And then when I finally could get a license and drive, well, if Lance has gas in his truck, Lance's friends have gas in their truck too, or they've got a vehicle, and it's just always been something to where that whole stop and help someone you know is is a good thing and I, I take that in to where when I worked for FEMA we traveled the country and helped people in need when I stopped doing that and started doing songwriting I can't tell you how many times a song has helped me throughout my life whether it was to get me out of a slump whether it was to get me fired up before a football game whether it was to get me through a relationship breakup anything like that and the fact that now I write songs that you know, some have been recorded by major artists and have been on the radio. Uh, but even here in Nashville, when I get to play my shows or when I'm traveling around the country performing these songs that I wrote that didn't exist until we decided to show up in a little room and talk it out and create something. And it's usually based on stories that happened in our life or something we heard. And it seems like such a small world until you get out there and you perform it in front of a lot of people, and then you have all these people come up to you and be like, "Oh my gosh, that song you sang is like." so in line with my life and what's happened to me, or wow, the words of that song were something I didn't even know I needed to hear to get me through this thing I'm going through. And when you realize that this little small thing you did in a room in, a, in Nashville one day with, with no windows and recorded it on your phone and went in the studio and recorded, it starts affecting people's lives in Nebraska and North Dakota and California and Florida. You're like, wow, this, it was all a plan And and once it happens, you can turn around and see where all these little pieces of it, all the all the great things, all the bad things that it took to get you to that moment to see the result of what you created. That that really fills me up Uh, just to see someone smile, someone dance, someone cry, someone laugh because of some words that I wrote and and put a, you know, used a guitar and, and and put it out there in the world.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think that that's a huge thing. If you you help people win, you win. And I, I really think that no matter what industry you're in, if you're listening to this, you know, whatever you're doing in life, you might not see it right away. But just like you're saying, like when you start to kind of look back and see all the people that you've helped and, you know, how it's really made a difference in their life. There's a lot of things that you can do that will help people in that way. You know, it might not be you might not be a songwriter. You might not be a singer. But, you know, even something like this podcast, like, you know, I I hope doing this at such a young age that I'm going to look back at this and be like, wow, look how many people I helped back then and how many people I've helped now. But it all started out with this podcast. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast when I was 19. You know, now I'm 21. I'm still doing this podcast. I'm getting better every single day, but I'm able to reach more people. I'm able to, you know, keep moving forward. So I, I relate to you a lot with that is, you know, it just that you never know how many people you can help. And even if it's just one person, you know, it'll, it'll eventually be more people. And, and that's, that's the biggest thing. If you help people win, you win. So I that's, love that, man. That's, that's absolutely. huge.
1: Man, vibrational giving is a thing. And and to think, you know, where I was at 21 when I was in college or probably just graduating college and starting a job for the first time, you know, I wasn't even, I was just thinking, how can I survive? How can I do this? And to see the mindset that you've got and wanting to give back, I think you are. I think you're planting seeds right now that that the crop that will come from this is going to be incredible. And, you know, in, in real estate, there's the term like, you know, the best time to buy a house was 20 years ago. And the second best time is today. And the fact that you started this two years ago, you know, you've already put that seed in the ground and and it's growing. And it's one of the things that, you know, I, I think, yeah, I think you're going to touch a lot of people with this. You're going to give them a lot of the great information and, and introduce a lot of people and, and thoughts to them so thank you for for doing it and thank you for letting me be a small part of it
0: hey man I'm, I'm happy to have you on there and, and like I said I believe in you a lot too so you'll be doing some uh some concerts at some of my big events one day so um, <laughs> you know have guitar we'll travel you guys are going to remember that you're going to go back to this podcast and be like hey Lance Carpenter Brad Devent, look at <laughs> there we're doing a big event so uh, you know, but man, I, I really appreciate you hopping on this show and, and sharing some value with my audience. I think that y- you have a really great story. You, you know, you're a really great guy, and you're you're really making a difference in the world, man. I, I want more people to know who you are. So where can people find you at?
1: My website is lancecarpentermusic.com. I'm on all the social medias uh Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. I don't do a lot of tweeting. Uh, I probably should do more on that, but I'm, Instagram is probably where I'm, you know, the most at Lance Carpenter or at Lance Carpenter music. One of the two will get you to me.
0: <laughs> awesome. I know you have that resort coming up too, before I end the show. What do you want to talk about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, This
1: is something uh, a- again, you know, here I am thinking, well, me and me and my real estate people were thinking about trying to invest in like some vacation properties. We'd even talked about maybe trying to find a cabin somewhere and this is just another thing to where sometimes, and for me it's God. For you, it may be whatever you believe, but for me it's God to where he's like, Oh, that's that's the plan you've got to to flip one cabin and have one vacation. Well, let me try something different for you. And so a good friend of mine, uh, his, his name's Big Vinny from a, a group called Trailer Choir. And uh, he called me and he goes, Dude, I've got an investment opportunity for you. Would you be interested in coming and look at this property? And I go, what kind of property he goes well it's a resort and i go well i probably don't have the money to invest in any kind of resort right now i said we're just kind of doing a house at a time he goes well come check it out he goes i think you'll like it and i do a music festival in arkansas called music on the mulberry uh which i'm probably switch, fixing to switch to carpenter's country fest just because and uh it's it's at a place where they do canoeing and kayaking and camping and rv stuff and they've got like two cabins built out there for people to stay in well, this was 108 acres that had a lodge that slept 16 people and four cabins and an office and tons of canoes and kayaks and, and whatnot. And uh, he said, this is going to be, you know, a, an opportunity for us to buy this. And I go, dude, this is probably like a $2 million property. There's no way. Uh, he goes, well, let's let's work on getting some investors on the money side of it. And he goes, me and you can be more on the entertainment and the marketing side of it. So we did. We, we got two other guys to come into it. And the four of us uh, bought the Buffalo River Resort, which is about one hour west of Nashville. And uh, right now, it's just a seasonal thing for for kayaking and camping during the summer. And there's about 30 RV spots. We're gonna probably double that within the next couple of years. There's four cabins. We may double that in the next two or three years. We're thinking about creating a building a wedding venue on site, and uh, we're gonna be doing some some music festivals there through Music Row Coach, which is another thing I'm doing where I'm mentoring songwriters and artists. We're gonna be able to do some retreats out there for me to bring in some songwriters from Nashville, bring in some of my you know, folks that I'm helping mentor from all over the country. And actually they're from all over the world. We got people from Malaysia, Canada, Hawaii, Europe uh, that, that's been doing the Music Road Coach thing. And uh, it's gonna give me a place where I can bring them in and, and really provide them something that's more than just me being online, teaching them about songwriting, connecting them with co-writers. Uh, we'll be able to put them in front of some of the best songwriters and best artists in the world and have the opportunity to learn from them one on one to write with some other folks that are you know pro writers here in town things that, you know, again, you know, I never thought I would be able to provide that, you know, through Music Grow Coach and then you know things happen to where when you put your head down and you just work towards something it's things even greater than you expected you know, can come along. So I'm just honored and proud to be a part of an already amazing, you know, business uh, and, and community out there at the Buffalo river resort. And our job is just to take this beautiful canvas. that's already there and just try to find ways to make it better and offer more things for our customers. That's awesome, man. God's working in your life, man. I can see it.
0: I can see it, brother. And yeah. uh, you know, I, I see you up to big things and so glad to have you on this show. Go follow him. Go listen to his music and definitely check out that resort. I know I'm going to spend some time up there. I I have family kind of close by to that. So uh, I'll, I'll be up there, man. But God, I'll be there. But let's keep winning. You'll hear from me soon.